In this week's episode, Microsoft have been flashing their cash once more. Konami have sold some JPEGs for £115,000. And a classic PS1 title could be making its way to the Game Boy Advanced. I'm Anthony. And I'm Barry. This is episode 47 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. Once again, we would like to say a massive thank you to our one and only Patreon subscriber, Short Gizmo. Thank you very much. Yay! <laughs> Usually, we take a bit of time to have a little bit of a chat, talk about what we've been playing this week, but I, I don't think we've got time this week, have we? No, not at all. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a... it's been a bit of a ridiculous, uh, actually a bit of a ridiculous day. I was about to say, yeah. you were going to say week, but yeah, just today. Yeah. A massive shock, which when I mentioned it to you, you're like, nah. nah. I was like, yeah, I was like, that's rubbish. <laughs> that That's a bit of a teaser for what will be coming at the end of the podcast or our last news piece, at least. Yeah, just hang around for that one. Yeah, uh, just so everyone understands, we've had to rejig this entire podcast because of that. In all fairs, I'm glad it happened today before we recorded it <laughs> instead of like... You know, tomorrow, and then we're going. Oh crud! We'd be doing a special one-off episode again if, it, oh. if that was the case. Yes, we would be. Well, let's start off with a bit of, um, should we say sad news? Yes, yeah, yeah, I'd say sad. The legacy Halo servers have now been switched off. <sighs> Very sad. Halo Three, absolutely amazing playing online. I'm sad to see it go, but. Obviously, we can still play it via the Master Chief Collection. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the Legacy ones is where people all made their memories. Halo 3 was when Forge came out, and you could create the ridiculous maps. I remember loads of maps where the objective was survive not being hit by flying warthogs. (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed the puzzle ones, where it was a puzzle in the maze you had to get through, and the ingenuity people had of that, absolutely fantastic. So, unfortunately, that's gone. So, for those that don't know, uh, we have talked about this in the past. So, the legacy servers, uh, all the Halo Xbox 360 servers, have now been scaled back dramatically. So, quite a lot of features have gone. You, you can still play matches online, um, but there's no ranking. I don't think there's any leveling up anymore. Can't unlock certain achievements. Yeah. So they have been scaled right back. And I can understand why with Master Chief Collection, most people have moved on from them nowadays, but it's still a bit of a bittersweet goodbye to them, isn't it? Of course it is. But unfortunately, at the end of the day, they can't always keep the servers live. Saying that, there's been a bit of, shall we say sportsmanship with the players hasn't there oh yeah the only time i've ever seen any online community actually be nice should we yeah, say because yeah oh 100 so there's uh, a few achievements where people needed to get during multiplayer and there's a link put in the show notes which does show a video of some guy joining into a match of lone wolf so there's only four of them and he asks the guys to help him out to get the last achievement and lo and behold they did they happily helped him out yeah, they, they took one for the team by taking a Spartan laser to the face. <laughs> yeah, It's nice to see a bit of community like that, at least up to the bitter end. I always remember Halo 2, where people were staying in the same game of Halo 2 for as long as possible, because until that game finished, 
they weren't shutting down the server and like people yeah. were dropping off uh, some people had power cuts some xboxes started overheating and again there was a bit of community around it until the last person dropped off and then that that wasn't only the end of halo 2 on xbox live that was the end of the original xbox live full stop yeah but no it, it's it's nice to see bits like that yes oh yes definitely it was very sad but it was nice to see the community there at the very end helping each other out yeah. just getting the last things done so it was it was quite nice to see moving on from a game where we have seen a bit of community a bit of sportsmanship to rumors of another title in a series that will bring out the very worst in people mario kart people <laughs> tend to get angry at the siblings and the spouses quite often like this and i know barry has had a few instances, and so have I. Where it's just frustration at the very end. But like Barry said, Mario Kart Nine. We were only speaking about this a couple of weeks ago about Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the last episode where we were saying yeah. how Mario Kart Eight was number one over Christmas in the UK on the chart. All of a sudden, after we spoke about it, it always tends to happen. Started coming out, and I was like, "Oh, Barry, have you seen again? It's another one. Like, have you seen his rumors?" And Barry's like, "Ah, nah, there won't be." And then there was another one and another one. <laughs> and it seems to be coming to more and more fruition, doesn't it? Yeah. Reading some of the rumors, though, I'm I'm not sure how much of it is rumors and how much of it's a wish list, to be honest. Yeah. So some of the rumors are it's not going to be Mario Kart 9. It's the Mario Kart 10 that they're calling it internally. Or Mario or Kart Crossroads, Crossroads which yeah. will be the title's official name. Yeah, because obviously they look at uh, Mario Kart's home live circuit as Mario Kart 9, which yeah. I can understand why. And and I think they've just kind of forgot about the mobile version of Mario Kart, perhaps. Yeah. Some of these rumors, it, it does sound very much like someone's just making up like their own fan version of Mario Kart. So apparently we're going to see crossovers with other Nintendo franchises such as Animal Crossing, Advanced Wars, ARMS, Balloon Fight, F-Zero, Kid Icarus, Splatoon, Legend of Zelda. Now, some of them I can kind of understand. We've had crossovers with Splatoon and Legend of Zelda in Mario Kart 8. So it's you know something that could happen, but that's a lot of crossovers. Yeah, and just some of the choices... Advance Wars. Wars. I know they've got Advance Wars reboot camp coming out. We'd be driving around in the tank. Maybe it's to promote that game a little bit. Balloon Fight. I could see Animal um, Crossing being there. I could see why Animal. Sorry, Crossing wasn't Animal Crossing in Mario Kart Eight? Couldn't you play as Isabel? I can't remember. Mm, I'm, I'm not played an awful lot of it, but I. Got a feeling that there might have been some Animal Crossing content in Mario Kart. We're going to have some listeners listen to this going, yes, yes, idiots. Well, I can't remember. We just yeah. can't remember. I can't remember because I don't play it because my girlfriend always <laughs> me up when we're on the same team. She's a <laughs> <b-. And laughs> there's, there's no love lost there. That's why we don't play it anymore. <laughs> no, it irks you. I remember yeah. last time I played with you and Phil, I used to wreck you. I wrecked you, you to the entire You didn't game. wreck us. We had like yeah. two games. Yeah, and I absolutely wiped the floor with you guys. So it sounds like that this could potentially be the Smash Brothers of the racing genre. I don't think there'll be as many characters in it, but yeah. Well, remember the original Smash Brothers didn't have that many characters. 
and a couple of a couple of Mario, Donkey Kong, Samus, Pikachu, forty characters, Link. Oh no! The point of having that many characters. I'd be interested to see something from F Zero, but the problem with that, have you ever played an F Zero game? No. Right, I've played Wipeout. Yes. Imagine that on steroids. (laughs) And possibly LSD. (laughs) And you're getting there. It's a ridiculously fast game. I think if they put them into Mario Kart, it'd ruin the feeling of F-Zero. It's just just far too slow. Oh yeah, it's far too slow. I think about Advance Wars. All I can picture is going around in a little tank. Yeah, I I could imagine that. I could imagine that. But I think it would be misplaced. Yeah, I couldn't see how Kid Icarus would work. Unless he's in like a chariot or something. They're feasible. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I definitely don't think it's the case. I just don't look at this and think, oh yeah, this this seems accurate. Yeah, they all seem like they should fit. Yes, they're all in. I do think that the new rumours has some ground behind it. I do feel like that is something that will come to fruition. It's just the character choices, which I'm questioning. Yeah. Like arms again, it's a fighting game. I can't see how they would really integrate that in, in a way that would feel natural. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Obviously like every other Mario Kart game, they're going to add a gimmick. They've always added a gimmick, haven't they? Every single time, like with the boats, with the parachutes, and uh, going on slam to walls. Yeah, the magnetic track parts. So what would you think it'd be if this is called Mario Kart Crossroads? I assume if that title is accurate, that would give us some sort of hint to what this gimmick could be. What do you reckon? What, they'll be, like, be off-roading? See, I was thinking off-roading, but then I thought maybe... A bit more open world, a bit more like Forza Free Horizon. Road. Okay. You know, yeah, maybe you drive point. around the Mushroom Kingdom and you'd have to drive to the races. next race. Yeah. A little bit like, um, have you seen the new Mario Golf? Yes. Where they have a mode that instead of just whacking the ball and then you appear at it, everyone whacks the ball at the same time and everyone has to peg it across the green to find the ball yes. to take the next shot. You know, maybe there's some sort of gimmick in it like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. No, I get you, because racing games do tend to be going down that route now. So I could see that. I could definitely see that. That's the only, that, that's the only idea I've got for the gimmick. Or they'll put in like flying vehicles. But then that mm. would get rid of the parachutes, though. No, not necessarily, because different maps, it could differ between the maps. I suppose. And in all fairness, that could work. Sega and Sonic All-Star Racing 2 has a similar sort of thing where you can be a car a jet or you can be like a boat a boat yeah that's what i was thinking that worked and that's a pretty pretty fun game actually it is i think we'll hear more about this later in the year do you reckon i think we will i reckon we probably won't hear about this game until next year maybe hey look we've had some surprise announcements okay don't question things. Oh, well, yeah. In all fairness, anything can happen now, can't it? <laughs> anything can happen after that, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I still reckon if this does come out, it'll be the end of the Switch generation and maybe cross-platform with whatever the Switch's successor is. You never know. Again, let's not get into you know a whole black hole here, but the next Switch could be later on this year. You know, 
lots of things uh, coming out. I doubt it. I, I reckon Nintendo are going to milk the Switch. Don't forget, they said yeah. they wanted it to have a 10-year lifespan, and we're only six years into it, I think. And how six. many versions have they done of it so far? Four. <laughs> so... Hey, in all fairness, for Nintendo, that's that's pretty good going. If you look at the DS and 3DS, you had DS, DS Lite, DSi, DSi XL, and then 3DS, 3DS XL, 2DS. I know, New I 3DS know. XL, new 3DS, new 2DS XL. Let's not get into this again. <laughs> that was way too you much. had a lot. You had a lot. Let's just yeah. leave it at that. Um, but obviously, going back to Sega, we'll talk about Sega all-stars but sega have also released a new mini arcade the sega astra mini v yeah v for vertical five. Oh, vertical. No, no. V, five? v for vertical it's so it's a new version of the astra mini again something we covered last year yeah except this time instead of being a horizontal screen they've rotated it 90 degrees so it's vertical <laughs> mind blown yeah in all fairness um so i believe this is called tate mode for games and this is more for like vertical shooters where yes. you're flying up the screen. Yeah, you drift side to side. Yeah, exactly. So you've got a bit more space ahead of you. And it seems to have a pretty decent selection of games on it. A lot of them which never originally left the arcade either. I'm guessing you might not know some of these games, but Action Fighter, I had that on the mass system. I absolutely loved it. You start off as a little motorbike and you're driving around, weaving through traffic. Then you upgrade to a car and then the car gets boosters on it and starts flying through the air. And then I was rubbish at it, so I didn't get much more further than that, to be honest. <laughs> Thanked it. Yeah, yeah. Used to um, drive into the back of trucks that said Sega on the roof, though, to kind of get your upgrades or checkpoints. Oh, okay. But I used to enjoy playing it on the mass system. It's got the arcade version on here. Got plenty of vertical shooters, such as Raiden 2, Gunbird, Sonic Wings. Again, some of them have never left the arcade, or not officially, anyway. Raiden 2, I do recognize. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only one out of those four games I do. Well, that's the one that's actually on the screenshot that I've got in our notes. Okay. And again, like the previous Astro Mini, you can connect up to TV through HDMI. I really hope they put a Tate mode on it where you can, you know, if you really want to just like turn your TV 90 degrees <laughs> to get the full, full vertical length of it. Can you imagine that? Oh, uh, you know, you're there with the missus and you turn your TV that's on the wall vertically. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> just this 50 inch TV just like, oh. Well, it's funny you should say that. Go on. On the GameCube, a game called Ikaruga actually had oh, yeah. a Tate mode in it. Where oh, you okay. could turn your CRT telly oh, ninety surely degrees. Surely that would break it. Um, if I remember right, it did give you a warning. I did try that because thankfully mine was quite boxy, so it could sit on its side. And so your TV didn't break, thankfully. No, no, no. I'm surprised. Probably I, like broke something trying to move it though. <laughs> what <laughs> broke something in yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, we know they like, absolute ton. Remember the one we brought to your house? Thankfully, it was much smaller than that. I think it was only like <laughs> 23 inch, if I remember oh, right. Yeah. Uh, still a bit of a beast, though. <laughs> so this isn't actually available yet. We'll be coming out later this year in the summer. Like when the original Astro Mini Arcade released, though, this appears to be a Japanese exclusive. 
and is priced at 19,580 yen, which is roughly about 125 quid. Hopefully, like the previous version, it'll come over to the rest of the world uh, through some yeah. like limited run games. They do tend to come over here, so eventually, eventually. Oh, yeah. And for anyone else looking for the mini arcade fix, the Egret 2 Mini is available for pre-order from Strictly Limited Games. Now, this is a little bit more pricey at 319 euros, which is Ooh. roughly 265 pounds. But you do get some extra controllers like a trackball and some extra accessories with it. So pretty expensive. Oh, yeah. Very expensive. Very expensive for like a little tiny arcade machine. This isn't yeah. a full size or well, even like is... a three quarter size one. Same as the Sigrash Mini uh, V. Yes. Just still pretty expensive. So, yeah. Similar sort of size. But this yeah. is instead of say, a lot of Sega titles. And the Astro Mini isn't all Sega titles as well, which is quite yeah. nice. It's got some third party stuff in there. The Egret 2 Mini's got a lot of Taito titles in it. But if anyone's interested in that, you can nip over to Strictly Limited Games, which I was looking on the website, getting some notes for this, and I could just, I could spend hundreds of pounds on that. <laughs> it's so much. I'm like, I think oh, anyone could good. do. That looks good as well. Yeah, uh, awesome. I want that one. No, wait, no, wait. Uh, that one. I love that. I love that. One of them. Was that a grand? Uh-oh. Yeah, I had to come off it pretty quick. Otherwise, it's now, all the money that I've not got. <laughs> like most people. Yeah, but speaking of spending money that I've not got. Oh, you took my you, you took my transition. The Steam decks are on track to start shipping next month in February. And Barry cannot wait. Well, yeah, that's if I get mine in February. Mine's still oh, showing as quarter two, twenty twenty two, unfortunately. You get it for Christmas. <sighs> yeah, but which Christmas? <laughs> well, hopefully this one. But the image seen on the Steam decks all plugged in, charge up and that looks pretty nice, not gonna lie. Yeah, it looks like they're running sort sort of diagnostic or yeah, it does quality assurance like check or something similar. <laughs> or just showing that they're ready to go. Or they're actually broken, we're just testing them. Yeah, they're all blue screened. <laughs> um I'm still looking forward to it. I must admit, my excitement's gone a little bit i was i was really hoping i'd get it before christmas but unfortunately yeah. d- delayed it delayed it until the end of february but it does look like they're on track to start shipping them out to customers it's one of these where i think when this comes out it's going to get so much traction from everyone who's ordered them yeah. um there is a hop- lot of hype around it but i see people easily loading onto a different OS, because they can still run Steam through a Microsoft OS on, Windows OS, sorry, on there. Yeah, if you run Windows, you also then have access to things like GOG, you have access to uh, the Epic Games Store. I'll be honest, um, I'm looking to upgrade the SSD inside it, so I've got the poor man's version, the 64 gig (laughs) EMMC version. I'm probably going to swap that for maybe a 250, 500 gig SSD, and I do intend to put a lot more games on it, but I, I might keep it with Steam OS. Well, leave it for a while until. Yeah, you get leave more. it while. I'll see what games are playable. Sorry, I, I, wait, wait. I say I leave it while. Give it a week. <laughs> yeah. No, well, knowing you, no, you're no, like, I'll oh, leave it while. Yeah, leave it while. Give it a week. You're like, it's in bits and I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. Oh, no. It now runs Mac OS. <laughs> Yeah, that's what um, I can see. With you, knowing you, that is what I can see. To be honest, as long as it can play Sins of a Solar Empire, a lot of the retro games that I've got on Steam, which I'm pretty certain it will, 
Yeah, my yeah. main concern is PSO two. I would love to have this as a machine. I could just dip in and out of PSO two. I get you. I don't know if that'll work just with the What's DRM the software. No, no, it's more the DRM software that pops up beforehand, and game streaming, which I'm pretty certain it will through the browser. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, 100%. to be honest, I think I'm going to be pretty set. I might buy a little dock for it so I can connect it to the telly if I wanted to. Why not? And what, get a controller? Whoa. Well, just like an Xbox Bluetooth controller. Yeah, I just, through. I, I would imagine so. It's got Bluetooth in it, so I yeah. can't see why not. A lot of games already work with Bluetooth. You really um, go in, switch, out the way. Here comes the Steam Deck. Yeah, get rid of get rid of me switch OLED. I've only just got another thing that Steam have announced. Well, they announced this a while ago, but they're starting to roll out now. Yeah. Is the Steam Deck verification system that they're running for games? Oh yeah. So games will be tested to make sure they work with the Steam Deck, and they'll get one of four gradings. So verified means the game runs. Absolutely no issue. You know, you can load the game up, you can navigate through all the menus with the controls, play it, nothing set up, just away you go. Playable will mean that you can play the game, but you might need a bit of tweaking. So perhaps you have to lower the game settings down a little bit from defaults, or there might be a splash screen where you can't use the controls, you have to use touchscreen or... Yes, you just need to optimize it to work the best the way it can do. Yeah, one example that gives is a game might work perfectly, but say if you need to name the character and you tap in the text box, if it's only playable, you might have to press the button to manually bring up the on-screen keyboard, whereas a verified game would automatically bring up that keyboard, a bit like a tablet does. Yeah. Unsupported means, nope, you can't play this. (laughs) And unknown is just, they haven't got around to testing it yet. Well, unsupported would be easy, like the VR games, you wouldn't be able to play them on there. Stuff like that. Well, do you know what I am? I I will be connecting my VR headset (laughs) see if it works. I'm going to try. In all fairness, you've got the app and the um, Quest, so I don't see why the Quest shouldn't be able to unless they've disabled it. Let's just stay with it. I'd want to know. Well, they said the hardware technically is capable of it, but it's not been built with that in mind. Yeah. I'm going to connect it just to see if it does. You can't help yourself. If Steam go, no, Alex does, Half-Life Alex does not work on the Quest. I'm going to go, I don't know if I trust you. I know you made the hardware. I know you made the game. I know you've run the verification, Mm -hmm. but... I'll check it to make sure. <laughs> like, I, I, I want to be able to play it. I'm going to try it myself. And until I see it doesn't work, I, I don't care. Yeah. I'll verify your verification. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they put the grading out. It's nice to see that they've done this to try and get it working beforehand. Because the last thing they want to do is release a Steam Deck and then be like, oh, actually, we don't know what does and doesn't work. Figure it out yourselves. Yeah, from a consumer point of view, this is going to be a great thing to have. And yeah. they're going to have a tab on the Steam Store. I don't know if it'll be on the main Steam app, but it's definitely going to be on the Steam For Deck Steam itself. Deck games. Yeah, games that run brilliantly on Steam Deck. That's going to be pretty cool. It's a nice little feature. They didn't, they didn't have to add something like that in, but it's a nice yeah. little feature to put in. But uh, it's just you waiting for your Steam Deck now. Yeah, I've started saving me money off. I've got me pennies ready. I just need them to actually take my money. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little he's got a little piggy bank behind him, putting the money yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. Actually, I've got a little Sonic piggy bank. <laughs> <laughs> I might go get that and start putting me pennies in it. Well, I'm not surprised you got a Sonic, 
Sonic piggy bank. Of course I have. Of course I have. All right. Now, the fateful NFTs. Do we dare touch <sighs> these again? Painful. Very painful. This is the beginning of the end for the gaming industry. <laughs> Yeah. So we talked about this again last episode. Konami, they don't want to make games anymore, but they still want money. Yeah, of course. What can so, they do to make money without making doing any efforts? Well, what you can do is you can get a couple of screenshots and JPEGs and sell them for <laughs> hundred and fifteen thousand pounds. How's oh, that sound? Feel sick. <laughs> oh, sounds oh disgusting. This, yeah. this is the equivalent. <laughs> this is the gaming publishers equivalent to putting on an old pair of jeans and finding a load of money in your pocket you forgot about well my the question is, no I'll work see... for it whatsoever <laughs> so there's 14 nfts that they sold and yes. between the 14 of them they've totaled for just over one hundred and fifteen thousand pounds yes now my question is how many people need to split that because that's actually not a lot of money between that so if you think about well, how many people might need to be paid for th- with this yeah, it's probably some intern that they said, do me a favor, just get us 14 JPEGs. Just find some pictures. Yeah. We'll, we'll pay you £2.50 an hour. <laughs> this this is essentially money for nothing. And yeah, yeah, it is. I was hoping they'd only get a couple of hundred quid. And you don't really get anything for it either. Yeah. Well, you don't. You, you know. It's just a picture. Can, can, you see, can you see that JPEG of the castle? Oh, that looks really nice. Really good quality. I yeah, can't someone, tell someone, that it belongs to someone else. Someone paid £18,000 for that. More money than cents. And I just copied and pasted it. But if you look on the blockchain, you'll see that they're the person who actually ah. owned it, not me. Oh, yeah. But that's if you actually care about looking at blockchain. Oh, but yeah. also, if you go to if you even know websites, you can, so you can see that they own it until next year. Well, yeah, until the end of the year. They might extend it. They might extend it. But they might not. But it's just um, good. Yeah. Mm. Some of these have already been resold. I don't know if people can tell how frustrating and sarcastic we've been with this because it's absolutely stupid. It is. It, it's. Oh. But the thing is, this is a really bad precedent now. Because oh, yeah. Square Enix have already come out and said that they're looking to look into NFTs. If it weren't for some news that came out today, I'd say Activision would be all over this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I can guarantee next week or whenever the next Konami series has any sort of relevance, like 15th, 20, 25th anniversary, they're just going to roll out this again. And the oh, they will. Oh, look, do you want to buy Contra or Metal Gear Solid NFTs? No, no, they'll be going, hey, 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 do you want a JPEG for £18,000? <laughs> no, stupid. But I'll put on your website that you own it. <laughs> oh, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just link it to your name. No one will care, but you know. Oh, my God. But like you're saying, they, they've resold some of these already, haven't they? Yeah, some of them are resold, not for much more than was paid for. Yeah. Maybe like a couple of hundred pounds at most. But some people have just relisted them and they're obviously just shooting for the stars. Someone's asked for three, uh, sorry, £230,000. They must be a scalper thinking, what have I done? Let's sell this quickly. Let's bang it up. 
Well, it ain't selling quickly at that price, I can tell you that Yeah, I, I didn't see it selling at all. Yeah, I, I just think this is a terrible precedent. It is, and it's horrible to think that this is where we're going down with the gaming. Um, like you said, at least Activision's got a leash in them now, so they can't just go around and be like, oh yeah, us too! The well, second they we, try and step out of line, someone will you. No, I, I don't see, especially with you know the news before about what happened with them, I don't see them having a long leash at all for a while. But I could kind of understand it if, say, this was a virtual item that you can use in a game or yeah. a unique avatar you could use in the so-called metaverse or something. At the end of the day, it's a JPEG. It's something that I could probably knock up in 20 minutes. I, if I was to see this in the web, on the internet, I'd be like, oh, look, that, that picture looks decent. And keep scrolling. The thing is, if I scrolled past that on a website, I wouldn't even stop to look at it. No, but that's I mean, some of the images are like, oh, that's pretty cool. I think Karen's scrolling, or that's something you'll see as like a, I don't know, guide and a a guide on the game. Wouldn't you? You know, someone's created a walkthrough, and that picture be as a guide. Yeah, just a bit of scenery on a website. That's all I would expect that to be. Not eighteen thousand pound image. I think we need to send Konami our. our <sighs> thoughts on this. <laughs> Just, hey, we made a podcast about NFTs. Listen to this. <laughs> you crap. Dong. <laughs> from going on from something that's just... Mind-blowingly stupid. Yeah, mind-blowingly stupid. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. To something that's just mind-blowing. Yes. The PlayStation 1 Classic. Tomb Raider, which I'd like to point out, came out on Sega Saturn before it came out on the PlayStation, is actually somehow been squ- woes into a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, how have they managed this? I, I don't get it. Um, I don't know. I was reading up on it and I I saw something about sacrificing the firstborn and some <laughs> lamb being slaughtered. Some sort of hex ritual. <laughs> yeah, some sort of dark magic. How is it going to play? It looks like it plays really well. That's no. the scary thing. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not super high frame rate. It's like high teens 20 frames per second yeah to be honest that's not much worse than what the original game played it doesn't sound too bad but it's just the controls i just don't again anyone who's got a flash cartridge can go and download this rom and play it on their game boy advance let's try it now this isn't some sort of like wizardry where there's a raspberry pi zero in the cartridge or some external hardware rendering it and sending it through to the Game Boy Advance. This is just a romp. This is all done with a stock system. Nothing has been modified. This is being developed by a user called Xprogger, and it's based on some called OpenLara, which is a open source version of the original Tomb Raider. Yeah. Now he has optimized the absolute life out of this game. And if this came out 20 years ago when the Game Boy Advance first came out, this would have blown everyone away. Do you know what? If this came out on the Nintendo DS, this would have blown people away. It's just hard to think about that game, being played in the Game Boy Advance. I remember playing the PlayStation. Yeah. And thinking about being in the Game Boy Advance, I'm like, how? Like, what on earth? The amazing thing is the Game Boy Advance has no 3D rendering capability. All of this is done with just the CPU and software rendering. There's no 3D acceleration in it whatsoever. That is really, really impressive. It is. It's 
It's stupidly impressive. Very, very well done. Yeah, it looks playable. It looks absolutely playable. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of thinking, well, could this be backported even further to maybe the Super Nintendo? Yeah. I'd be curious because everyone thought that the Game Boy Advance was just basically a handheld Super Nintendo, and it is more advanced than that. But perhaps with something like the Super FX chip in some cartridges like Star Fox, could that help accelerate this even further? Could could it be playable on a 16-bit machine? Like I said before, when people have done other stuff, like when they created a handheld Dreamcast. Was it the handheld Sega Saturn where he cut it in half? Yeah, sorry. And, you know, like I said, after someone with the handheld Sega Saturn, I'll say the same as this. Some people have too much time on their hands. That's a lot of work to do. But again, who thinks, hang on a minute, I'm going to port Tomb Raider back onto the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I'm just I'm just blown away. Now, it's not the full game. And no, it's not. The actual developer has said there's no reason the full game couldn't be done. At the moment, he's got Lara's Mansion and two stages. That's still quite a lot of the game. Yeah, it's it's definitely proof of concept. And yeah. I say he's optimized this so much. Apparently, when he first started, there was no collision, no enemies. You couldn't shoot. So there was no like game mechanics. You could just run around, basically. And he was getting like a lowish frame rate. But after optimizing it, he's got the game, the mechanics, and what is still a playable frame rate. Now, PC Master Race at Google, 20 frames per second, not touching that. But for what this is, and Tomb Raider isn't a fast-paced game anyway. Again, if this came out with the Game Boy Advance, this this would have been one of the best-selling titles. (laughs) Absolutely insane. Playing Lara Croft out and about with your Game Boy Advance. Hell yeah. He's done a fantastic job, and I commend him for it. I and do commend it for If it. anyone actually wants to see a bit more about this, a bit more in detail than just us gushing all over <laughs> it, the YouTuber Modern Vintage Gamer has created a fantastic video, which will be in the show notes if you want to go on and watch that. He explains it in a bit more technical detail than us, and he's got plenty of footage of it running. And there's a, a link to actually download it if you've got a Game Boy Advance flash cart. Now, this next one's one that's definitely piqued my interest about Armored Core. Um, yeah. As I may have mentioned before, I, I absolutely love mech games and I have enjoyed all the other Armored Core titles. And there has been a new one that has, may have been leaked. There's been some images, there's been some different bits of that are coming out more and more. Yeah. So we're looking at the images now and they were heavily watermarked. So yes. someone had to distort the watermark. The images, from what I can tell, they look like they might actually just be drawings of, you know, concept art. Yeah. Do you think some of them don't quite look like they are screenshots? Yeah, some of them don't look like screenshots because, again, I feel like some of the picture quality is a bit too good for it to be just as a screenshot. Just the idea of a new armor core. When was the last time you played a mech game similar to this that's been released? Um, Deus Ex Machina? Yeah, and that was a good few years ago still. Well, well I think we were playing it. Actually, yeah, it was, it was probably, a few probably years about ago. two years ago. That was before lockdown. The three of us played that, and we all really enjoyed that, didn't we? Oh, Unfortunately, we... we just kind of ran out of content at some yes. point. I think well, yeah, some new content might have been added. but Yeah, they've added some new bosses, but that's it. Yeah, I love the Armored Core series. I've been playing it since the original one on the PlayStation. 
Um, all the way up to Armored Core Verdict Day was the last yeah, one. Yeah, that was that was the last one. Armored Core Verdict Day, I did really enjoy. My only gripe about it was I think it got a bit too technical. Like you yeah. were putting on just a little antenna on your shoulders and it would off balance <laughs> you by quite a bit. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? it, it, your stats would you think I'm gonna put an antenna on your stats just go eh, nope, and like take a good dive. I was like, why? I just want to put some aesthetics on it. It's a bit like when the point where you can fine tune the booster and it makes a significant difference. Oh yeah. I don't want to do that. I just want to buy a bigger booster that makes me dash for longer. That that's all exactly. I care about. Oh I don't mind tuning it a bit, but the tuning and everything else was just a bit too much, I felt. Yeah, but when you can tune it and it's a detriment to your Mac, that's that's when I start having issues. Can you imagine tuning it and then you know they're going, all right, I test it now, you get to move and then all of a sudden pfft, Boost just blows up and you're dead. You just fall forward on the floor. (laughs) If they make a new Armored Core, and I'll be honest, especially with like the Dark Souls series, I didn't have much hope that From Software was ever going to release another Armored Core game. Yeah. So if they do release this, I'll I'll be made up. I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be picking it up. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of images. These were from the reset era forum and as we say they have all been heavily watermarked if you want to go and have a look at them again we'll leave a link but yeah yeah i i hope this gets announced at e3 i i so do i this would definitely be a pre-order for me oh definitely and they've always been multiplayer it's definitely one that i would happily pick up and then you know me and you and i'm sure phil would pick something like this up yeah, let, let's hope they reintroduce the Human Plus projects from the original Armored Cores, where if you're really <laughs> rubbish, they kind of give you some sort of perks. Yeah, just a little bit of help. You need it. Well, before we move on to the last piece of news, which is just just a, a, li- a little thing that came in today, just before Not we much. this, we'd like to ask that if you're enjoying this podcast, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. And the best way to do that is by leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app. It'll only take a minute and it just means the world to us. Also, if you would like to support us any further at all, you can visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as £2.50 per month. You will receive early ad-free versions of the podcast and we will even give you a shout out in the next episode. £2.50. What can you get for £2.50 nowadays? You can't even get a Mackey's, can you? No, you can't. I don't think... Yeah, no, you can't. Not at all. I'm just trying no, to think what you get. You can't get a full no, Mackey's meal, much. at least. So, you know, it, it's nothing. If if you'd love to support us, it would be extremely appreciated. And I, hopefully you can tell from last week's episode that maybe the audio quality might be a little bit better. I really hope it's a yeah. bit better. Because <laughs> we use that money to help improve the show. We have hosting fees... And we've recently bought another microphone. Yep. So we do want to put it back into the podcast to improve it further. Now, maybe we should get back to the news. Yep, maybe we should. Because we've got a lot to talk about now. All my days, what a bombshell has hit. Like, honestly, sat there at work. All of a sudden, this asteroid came through the window. It's like, what the heck is this? Go on, Barry. I'll I'll let you drop this one in. Well, (laughs) Is there an easy way to say it? Microsoft has bought Activision Blizzard. All my days. Like, we <laughs> didn't... <laughs> I... You told me, I'm like, yeah. no, nah, that, that won't be true. <laughs> You're like, yeah. no, 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 it's it's true. And I'm like, no, it won't be. You I even like, said, it's on Microsoft's website. I'm like, no, it'll be fake websites. 
though he, he was adamant and i just i just couldn't believe it my my jaw dropped i was like as if oh this is out of nowhere there's been no rumors no nothing i know there's mentions of microsoft buying another you know um sega company but yeah. <laughs> there's, there's been but you know rumors are always going around and it was only was it only the beginning of last year that they bought zenimax yo last year they finalized the uh zenimax acquisition they've purchased a few smaller game studios yeah. as well they've bought these for nine to five dollars a share okay this totaled up to 68.7 billion dollars or in real money, just over fifty billion pounds. Yes, <laughs> just ah, oh, couldn't believe it. This is insane. Again, when you told me, I just I didn't believe it. And to be honest, I'm really surprised Microsoft has purchased them. Because yes. let's face it, the last half a year or so has not been a good one for Activision Blizzard, especially from a PR point of view. That's putting it lightly. You you you've been kind in the word in there. I'm surprised Microsoft even touched them with a barge pole, to be honest. No, no, I'm the same as you. It is really, really surprising. But, mm. you know, they are coming in and they are going to be reporting direct to Phil Spencer. So yeah. he'll set them straight. Yeah. Well, no, sorry. I say hopefully he will set them straight. Um, and like I said earlier, I don't see them being on a very long leash at all. You know, because, well, not initially, on. I don't think so. No. Again, I'm surprised they purchased them because of the perception that the company's got at the moment. And if they had purchased them, I'm surprised it cost so much money. Yeah, they paid quite a lot. Now, in all fairness, they didn't purchase them for much less than what they were worth a year ago. I had a quick look earlier at work about the share value. And they were $100 a share last year, last February. At the minute, their share price actually is $65 dollars a share so why they went up to 95 i don't quite know i don't know now if it weren't for all the bad press that they got last year and um, yeah and probably for a long time before that i'd say this this is a massive acquisition absolutely monumental so some of the series that they've got like the big ones call of duty overwatch your two favorite sparrow and crash bandicoot yeah world of warcraft Starcraft, whatever that Candy Crush game is. (laughs) Yeah, they showed pictures and it showed World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Starcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, Candy Crush. (laughs) One of those didn't belong there, or at least in my opinion, didn't belong there. In all fairness, Candy Crush probably is one of the most profitable games for them. Oh, yeah. It blew up when they came out and I was surprised how much traction it created for itself. Yeah. Do we reckon we'll see exclusives now, like Call of Duty and that? Or do you reckon they'll still mm. keep it across all forms? This this is creating a lot of questions now. It it definitely is, right? Um, in terms of exclusives, yeah, they've done it with Zenimax Bethesda. You know, next Elder Scroll games gonna be exclusive, isn't it? So it makes sense yeah. that Call of Duty would become exclusive. I think if there's a game that the keep is multi-platform, it probably would be Call of Duty. Especially something like Warzone, Overwatch. where it's like a... Yeah, an Overwatch, where yeah. they're more like games as services rather than like yeah. standalone titles. I want Sparrow. Bring me Sparrow, please. Give me my Sparrow fix. I think we could see World of Warcraft come into consoles after like 15 years. If I'm completely honest, I can. 
Mm. And I can also see there's a possibility of through Game Pass, either getting it a cheaper rate for the online subscription or even being free for Game Pass subscribers. Well, it's funny you should say that because didn't I send you a picture of the plans for Game Pass in the future and like they just put on loads of different subscriptions? Yes. Didn't that have World of Warcraft on it? It did actually. It also some other stuff, but well, yeah, yeah. World of Warcraft. <laughs> I've just clicked that. Oh yeah, it did. It did say World of Warcraft. So maybe that is true. Well, maybe. someone's got insider knowledge confirmed. PlayStation Network. I'm <laughs> hope I'm coming to Game Pass. <laughs> I was thinking, do I mention it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, it was also Nintendo Switch, so it wasn't there. Oh yeah, there was all sorts on there. Where yeah, there was like just Hulu, about everything Netflix. under the sun. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they will if they bring a lot of the PC titles to yes. Game Pass for PC. StarCraft 2. Um, I was about to say, give me StarCraft. StarCraft, yeah, yeah. you got the Diablos. That's the same to Phil. Diablo into Game Pass, and Phil will be all over that. Yeah, absolutely. There's... Especially with the new Diablo coming out. I think this is going to help Activision gain a bit more ground than what they've been losing as well, though, with Microsoft purchasing them. With them being on Phil Spencer, I think Phil's going to really... Because he said he's there to turn over a new leaf and he's there to direct him in the best possible way. So... I completely believe that's his intention. My only concern is if Activision's past could potentially tarnish Microsoft. And don't get me wrong, Microsoft is not a spotless company in that, but especially the Xbox division, and especially last half a decade or so, they've been doing right by a lot of people. Again, oh, they have not been, been perfect, but I, I just don't want Activision to basically drag Microsoft or Xbox down with them. With the strengths that they'd be going through. Yeah. Like I said, you don't want Activision to come in and tarnish it, unfortunately. Mm, perhaps. But with the purchase of these, you know, Microsoft now have 30 internal game developer studios. Yeah, but I have been on Kotaku and apparently... Xbox will have no exclusives. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Also, uh, Game Pass is a waste of money and you shouldn't pay for it. Yeah, the big, biggest con in gaming. Yeah, <laughs> the second you stop paying, you lose access to the games. What do you mean? Hmm. I can't just pay eleven ninety nine for one month and keep over 400 games. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know. I'm a, a, bit, a bit in shock from this, to be honest. Stunned. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was absolutely just shocking even when you sent me the link and i opened it and it was microsoft's page i even went and checked the url to make sure it was actually microsoft's website and it went like microsoft spelt with a zero instead of an o or something it's like you don't trust me <laughs> no it's not that i don't trust you it's just don't trust the yeah. internet after i had a look and saw that the news bit I did go through and it was just news article after news article after news article saying that they purchased them. Yeah. So I just saw it everywhere after that. I was like, flipping out. I know Phil Spencer definitely listens to this podcast, you know, 100%. Oh, yeah. And and Phil, I I know what you're doing. You're doing this just to spite me, aren't you? You're buying every single third party developer (laughs) except (laughs) Sega. Just tugging you along, but like, oh. Barry, he, he wants to buy Sega. Let's buy everyone else but Sega. Yeah, he's going to create like a little circle to <laughs> everyone around Sega. At this leave Sega's left there. At this point, there'll just be first party developers, and then Sega. 
there, there, there won't be any other third party developers. It'll just be Sega on their own. No, it's just a spite you thought it is. Yeah. Come on, just buy oh, Sega. <laughs> if you listen to the rumors last year, they said that he was going to buy Sega last year. No, well, they were wrong. Yeah. It was actually Activision it, Blizzard they bought. In all fairness. But, oh, actually, do you know what? We, we mentioned this, didn't we? Last year, that after the uh, Zenimax one, there was rumors that there was going to be another major acquisition by the end of oh, last year. Oh, yeah, we year. did. Yeah. We just we, we did. just missed it out. You know, we're by about, yeah. what, less than three weeks. Well, yeah. But, yeah, we did because there was, there was talk about an acquisition before the end of last year. Yeah. Um, so you are right. Oh, well, that's more games in Game Pass that I'll never be able to get around to playing because I haven't got enough time. <laughs> I'm just sitting there looking over like, I ain't got time for that. We're playing Craftopia at the minute. So, Craftopia, and I jump in and do five matches of Halo whenever I can fit them in. Five matches of Halo? Mate, I didn't get a chance to play it unless it's on like Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night. That's it. So, I really need to start playing my phone more. As I say, I'm absolutely stunned by it. That was literally dropped us, I think it was this afternoon. That is finally our last piece of news for this week. So, as always, information on everything we've talked about will be available in the full show notes, which are available at retrogamingdads.co.uk. We have been the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll catch you next time. That's the thing. They they announced it and they had a picture showing six different games and it was like World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Starcraft, Overwatch, World Diablo. of Warcraft? World of Warcraft. Oh, right. <laughs> what do you think I said? It sounded sound like you said World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, that one. Go on, sorry, I don't know. Say that again. My, my speaking's gone today. <laughs>